I'm Helen. And I'm Liz. And we're sisters, scientists, and lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. All right, so today we are talking about episode three from season one, Squeeze. This is the first, what they call a Monster of the Week episode, where it's not about the overarching alien uh, Mulder's missing sister sort of plot line. It's just a one-off. Although, as we'll talk about, it's not completely a one-off. Right. We'll see him again later. But this one is all about Eugene Victor Toombs and his creepy long fingerprints and squeezing through vents to eat people's livers. Yep. A classic. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Just like you do. Yeah. And it opens in Baltimore, Maryland, and we see a guy in a suit walking down a street and a very creepy shot of a sewer grate, reminiscent of It. Yeah. And I actually, so I watched the episode yesterday, and the night before, I had nightmares about It and about scary clowns. Oh, no. And then to watch that episode, seeing his creepy glowing eyes in the sewer grate was, like, not great. (laughs) Not off to a good start. Yeah, and I felt so bad for that businessman. Something about the way, I don't remember feeling this bad, but the way he says, oh, the presentation didn't go well, honey. I'm going to be here late. I felt like, oh, no, what a bad day he's having. A bad presentation. And now he's going to be killed and have his liver ripped out by someone who crawled through his vent. Yeah, that's not a good way to start or end. Yeah, yeah, I felt so bad for him. I'm like, can't you make him a jerk so I feel less sad? Yeah. Yeah, so he's talking on the phone to his wife and saying he had a bad day. He goes to get some coffee. And before that, we see the air vent up on the wall start unscrewing. Like, we just see from the inside the screws screws start. Yeah. And then something attacks him. Yeah, and then QX Files theme. Yes. It's always wonderful. And I feel like I should have mentioned it last week that Helen and a friend had a dance that went with oh, yeah. the X Files theme. And I think about it every time I hear it. Because, like, yeah. there was like a, this move and like it's sort of shimmy with the shaking arms and sort of uh-huh. a big arms and a rotating or something. Yeah, the big arms and the rotating was my part, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we would, that because that's when we would make popcorn. The The theme music would come on, and we'd run to the kitchen to make popcorn before it started ah, again. And then do the and, dance. Uh, and do the dance as we waited for the microwave. Got yes. it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, yeah I, I forgot. Every time. Now yeah, I know. Yeah, and then it starts with something really unusual for the rest of the series, which is Scully socializing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> having having lunch with an old friend from the academy, Colton. Yeah. Like, kind of a jerk didn't like him i mean i don't no. think we're meant to yeah he's very like but like wonderful. even already like yeah. even at the start of the episode when they're having lunch i just feel i don't know between his demeanor and the fact that his name is colton i feel like i could see him hanging out with what's that guy's name he was on the office as like the new boss he was like a jerk in 80s movies Kiefer seven no no james spader james spader yeah, yeah. i feel yeah. like i could like see him hanging out with james spader does everyone forget that i briefly mixed up james spader and Kiefer sutherland Kiefer sutherland <laughs> never on the x-files i don't know who, well neither was james spader right i meant office oh <laughs> <laughs> okay 
moving There's along. That surprise episode with James yeah. Spader later yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he's telling her Hang about having a mystery solved. That would be yeah. awesome. Anyway. That would be sorry. He tells Scully about a bunch of basically locked room murders where people were alone. There's no way that someone could have entered the room from what they can tell. And they had their liver ripped out with someone's bare hands. Which I was thinking about. How would you even? I spent a lot of time on this question. I knew you would. (laughs) No, actually, I didn't. I knew you would on some other things I'm going to bring up. That one I did not know, but I should have known. I spent a lot a lot of time yesterday. Okay, so can you rip out someone's liver with your hands? Can you even open someone's skin with your hands? So, well, let's let's talk about this. Let's just go into this now. So I found some sources. And this actually, this perfectly demonstrates why the two of us need to be talking about these things. Because I have some measure, I have some data that are in... PSI, pounds per square inch. mm -hmm. And that means literally nothing to me. Well, it's pressure. I mean, it's just, it's literally what it sounds like. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you. (laughs) But I mean, like, it it means something to you. Picture a square inch. Uh And then if something is 50 pounds per square inch, it's like on a square inch of your skin or whatever, Uh you set something that weighs 50 pounds. And it's like sitting there. And so if we set something that's like 51 pounds, it's going to break it. Oh, is that what the, is that what the data so, is all about? Yeah. Yeah. So like it's measuring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's measuring yield strength. Oh, okay. So I, I looked this up. I, I wanted to find first what the yield strength was of human skin. And awesome. it took me a while because I wasn't quite sure how to phrase that question. <laughs> Right. But I found it. And it, okay. And it comes from reputable sources, of course. Oh, God. So what? Oh, are you just, just nervous? I'm how they know it. I don't want to know. Don't you don't want to know. No. I won't. I okay. Won't. All right. No, I'm not going to tell you. No. So Yang et al. from 2015 on the tear resistance of skin coming from Nature Communications. And they report that the yield strength is between 8 to 15 megapascals. Megapascals. Megapascals, which I converted into PSI because Uh that made more sense to me. Uh So skin is at the lower range at 8 megapascals. It's 1,160 PSI. Okay. I mean... So that seems high, but also keeping in mind, like, as I like to remind my students, like, for example, if you're thinking about a weight and like how much force it would put on you, if, if you just, I could generate a lot of force. It's not just about how heavy something is, right? Because it right. also depends on acceleration. And so, yes. you know, if well, he can really square inch. Jab, right, exactly. If he can get a narrower mm-hmm. area, then he can, you know, right. like, I don't know, claws. Yeah. Right. Well, and so that's the thing too, that I was trying to figure out. And then I ran out of time because I had to actually do work. But I was trying to figure out, like, well, if how long could Toombs's fingers get? Mm-hmm. And so how much could we? Because, I mean, even a non-stretched out finger is not an inch. Yeah. So, you know, how, yeah. how much could we get that? And I did get some comparison. So polypropylene is 12 to 40 megapascals. And again, skin was 8 to 15. 
Mm-hmm. And then I did also find tendon too, because skin is not the only issue. It's of not course. like it's just like skin and then our liver. That would be okay. good to a know. Huge mistake. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that would not be what you want. So, you know, you've got like a lot of muscle okay. in between there and bone. And so coming from Matson et al. in 2012, I found a paper called Tendon Material Properties Vary and Are Interdependent Among Turkey Hind Limb Muscles. And this is from the Journal of Experimental Biology. And they report that tendon yield strength is 66 to 112 megapascals. So even stronger in other words. Yes. So like 9,000 PSI, okay. over 9,000 PSI. The really, the only actual comparison that I could think to make with this, because again, with the smaller fingers or the more elongated fingers, the only compare, well, I could make two comparisons. One was thinking about my friends that have had C-sections and how they talk about like, even with that incision that Uh the doctors will make, how there's like a lot of pulling and how they have to like, like one of my friends. Uh from a long time ago who is an OBGYN would talk about like how much strength it took to have to like pull back from that incision to get the baby out. If you could see Liz's face. (laughs) The other comparison that I could think of, which is more morbid was, (laughs) was thinking about when people are drawn and quartered. So like the strength that it takes for those four horses to be able to tear oh, apart. Jesus. Okay. Spend my time on. Yeah. I'll, I did some research of my own. It was very different. <laughs> so I don't have an answer. My instinct is to say that it would take way, way, way more time mm. than they show tombs being able to do that in. Okay. I think... I just thought, well, Tombs has some sort of weird genetic thing going on. Maybe he's also got super strong pointy fingers. And I, uh, but I mean, that is true. It's not like I could just, you can't just rip people's livers out and have it and be like, it's not like um, bobbing for apples. I don't know why that was the analogy I thought of. It's not real. It's not definitely something it's not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, I mean, and especially I feel like, the guy that they show him first attack mm-hmm. is like a a relatively big guy. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. you know. They talk about, like, he's a fit six foot two bigger guy. Oh, did they say that? And healthy, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, at some point in the episode, they mentioned that. So, like, yeah. I'm skeptical yeah. of that. But, I mean, there's, there's a whole lot of science we're going to have to ignore to enjoy that episode. That's like the... Yeah. That was where I headed down on a literature review road because it was the most plausible of the science presented in the episode. So, (laughs) Got it. Yes. Because the whole living in a nest, eating a five liver (laughs) every, was it 33 years? Uh, Yeah. 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 Or 30 years. Yeah. 30 years. 30 years. Okay. Yeah. yeah, of course, 30 years. Because, well, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. Right. Two things I wanted to mention. Still no Skinner. Right. I'm waiting for him. And I also wanted to mention that I thought it was weird how in Scully's report, 
she's doing sort of the the profiling kind of describing what this guy must, must be like and why does he do the things he do does based on the victim and I thought, I thought Mulder was the one who did profiling and had the background in psychology so I just felt like yeah I guess that is weird except like but I guess she was the one who was asked to do it by right so but why would they ask her I don't know yeah 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 I like That's seeing okay. Mulder eat sunflower seeds yeah I like hearing the like classic like plinky creepy violin music when something creepy is happening that the show uses oh I didn't even notice that, that I that like yeah I can no, I neither can... of us want me to imitate no. it yeah yeah so Mulder has his theory you know they kind of all agreed oh it might be like a someone familiar with the buildings look for someone in a uniform and then indeed they catch a man entering this building through a vent mm-hmm. and that is Eugene Victor Toombs right and, and before that mm-hmm. um just to bring up before yeah. that they're checking the crime scene and Mulder finds an elongated fingerprint yes. on the air vent in the office yes and he tells Scully that he's interested because Colton very clearly does not want Mulder involved, but that there are the same elongated prints from a crime spree in the sixties and in the thirties. And then one from 1903. Yes. So that there's been five murders every 30 years. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so then we see young man tombs. Mm -hmm. And so I'd like to pause here for a moment and talk about the actor who plays tombs. This right. is my research. You, you um, alluded to something. I'm last, very curious. Last week, I made the claim that he might be even creepier. And I would like to walk back on that, having rewatched the episode. <laughs> <laughs> he's creepy, but he's not tearing people's livers out, squeezing through vents creepy. So just well, that's reassuring. He's not quite... <laughs> that, that would be a, a low bar. No, uh, so Doug Hutchison... He was an actor. He was in, uh, I think he, he had a small role on Lost. He's been in, in a number of things, but not in a huge, famous way. He had an acting class and he married a, I'm going to say girl, he met there in 2011. Mm. He married Courtney Stodden, Courtney Stodden, uh, who was 16 at the time. Oh. And Doug Hutchison was 51. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. And it did not go well for him good his manager dropped him and everyone was sort of real grossed out the question was how the acting classes were in washington state i believe definitely washington Mm -hmm. either state or dc i'm not sure which i didn't look it up but the point is they had to get married in nevada because they needed to go to a state that would allow courtney to marry him at at, uh, 16 and so uh, they needed courtney's parents permission so courtney's mother liked him apparently and so they were very on again off again they separated multiple times in the meantime they were on the show couples therapy on vh1 what and then courtney was on the uk celebrity big brother at some Hmm. point is she british no and by the way as of somewhat recently at some point during the pandemic courtney also announced that they use they them pronouns now oh okay Um, so like if you look at previous stuff courtney's referred to as she her but now uses they them pronouns and courtney and doug finally divorced for good in 2020 good and according to one place i saw the last like major thing he's put out was something about working with therapy goats spreading (laughs) 
seems like much better, really. But it's one of those like probably didn't have that on your bingo card sort of things. <laughs> yeah. But I have yeah, so, sheep spread yeah, peace. That's reasonable, right? <laughs> so yeah, let's see, 16 to 51. So he was 35 years older than Courtney. Doug was 35 years older than Courtney. Oh God. I mean, her parents very reasonably could be younger than him. Oh yeah, yeah. So anyway, but their I mean, parents. you know, yeah. yeah, their parents. Yeah, I mean, the takeaway though is is uh, the world was grossed out, and yeah. when they were on couples therapy on VH1, it was talking about dealing with the fallout from people with uh, dealing with their age gap. It was all you know, um, and then Courtney at some point had tweeted some stuff about how both of them at the time didn't think it was abusive or anything, mm. but. Courtney was like, I was a child. This was not okay. In retrospect, like this was really bad and manipulative. And yeah, but then they they deleted the tweet and the whole thing seems very dysfunctional. So anyway, that's him now. Back in 1993, he was a still older than Courtney Sodden was when they got married, but playing Tombs, who is pulled out of a vent Yes. And there we are. Oh man. Oh yeah. That's I feel like I don't know. I've had nightmares all week. And seriously. Yeah. Oh. Not not specifically about tombs, mm-hmm. but just in general. And so like the theme of my week has been having nightmares and then learning creepy stuff about famous people. Like I listened to <laughs> I was listening to a podcast where Jared Fogel was oh god oh god i didn't know any of that oh so i just feel like well everyone everyone's a predator i mean at least no there's no at least no not everyone i was just reading really good stuff about weird al something about oh yeah i I was reading maybe some tweet that was like how is it possible that somebody named weird al has had like a 40-year career and no controversy and is awesome so yeah that's true and there's some story Some story about how he had like just become famous and was at some sort of big party for the first yes. time. And he walked in and he heard someone yell like, Weird Al is here. And it was Paul McCartney. Yes. Yes. That's Which awesome. is great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Tombs, they arrest him, which is good as they should when someone comes out of an air vent and they are giving him a polygraph which we now know are not very reliable. Yeah. And back then I was, I was looking up like kind of when things started changing, when there was more and more evidence that polygraphs weren't that useful. And it looks like the earliest thing that I could find was in 1998. Oh, so back then I'm assuming it was just business as usual. People assuming polygraphs were useful and could tell when you're lying. Yeah, I think my recollection is even at the time, the idea that, well, he passed the polygraph, so we let him go, and it's that simple, that it's only polygraph-based, seemed really weird to me. I don't know, even knowing that they were seen as more believable then. Uh, Because they do the polygraph on tombs. He says he's never killed anyone. He's legit, whatever. Mulder has them ask questions like, are you a hundred and something years old? And he fails those questions and they're like well that's meaningless though it must have just you know confused him because it's so weird and of course we know that's not the case because it's x-files 
Yeah, so he he didn't exactly pass his polygraph, though. No, yeah. Also, he's a member of animal control, which I find typical and also gross. Do you think that... Well, I'm not going to ask any questions I have about that. I'm going to let animal control go. Yeah. Yeah. I also wanted to mention, so they they let him go. Mm -hmm. He kills again. Mm -hmm. His victim's name? (gasps) Tom Tom Werner. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Thomas Werner, who is my father-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and then I write, they say, we got to get him because our next chance to catch him won't be until 2023. Yes! Which sounded like a long time ago or a long time into the future at that point. Now I feel like, oh, next year's a tomb's year. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. How, uh, yeah, that was awfully, awfully alarming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For several reasons. Yeah. Also, I wanted to point out that when they're giving him the polygraph, we see Scully with her hair up, which oh, I yeah. feel like is extremely rare, but extremely I liked it. Extremely rare. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. They also, around this time, Mulder elongates Tomb's print. So they take or the like actual- it down. D elongates it. No. Right? He takes- Oh, so I'm an idiot. Took... Yep, 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 yep. I misunderstood. Yes. They take Tomb's print yes. and then stretch it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and it matches the elongated one yes, that was found yes. on the, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how fingerprint analysis software looks, but I bet it doesn't look like that. <laughs> but yeah. I, have, I, have no, I have no proof of that, right, just yeah. a gut feeling. Yeah, I think, I think you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> so before he kills Thomas Werner, which is just awful, he gets there by stretching himself down the chimney. Which oh, yeah. is okay. really Carol alarming. Santa. Yeah. 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 Um, also, I wanted to point out. bad. He, instead of. Oh, so God. Tombs <laughs> will come in your liver. Oh, that's if you're what I have to tell Santa my kids this year. Gifts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's coming down our chimney. Yeah. It's up to you who. <laughs> As he's coming down the chimney, or it turns out. After he has come down the chimney, we see Thomas Werner in his house. And I notice he has two katanas on his mantle. Oh. Which I feel like, why are you going to have katanas if you're not going to use them when someone tries to rip out your liver with their bare hands? I mean, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I also feel like, what are we supposed to get out of that? I wonder why the set people were like, you know what this guy needs? He's going to be in there for like a minute is katanas. That'll really tell us all about his character is he's on screen in his house and then getting murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Leaping Hound Travel has you covered for all of your travel-related needs. Specializing in quirky European tours, they can either help you plan your next getaway or can take you along on one of their fantastic group packages. I had always thought getting a travel agent meant that either you were spending more money or you were paying for something that you could do yourself. After using Leaping Hound to book mine and my wife's 10-year anniversary trip to Paris, though, I'm never going back. Plus, Leaping Hound is owned and operated by husband and wife team Adam Stanley and We Want to Believe's own Liz Holden. It's so much easier to just call Leaping Hound and tell them what I'm looking for than having to check 10 different websites trying to find the best price. Leaping Hound is offering listeners of We Want to Believe $150 off one of their group tours, including a vampire-themed tour of London and Paris in 2023. Just enter the promo code BELIEVE at checkout. 
That's B-E-L-I-E-V-E at checkout for $150 off a group tour when you go to LeapingHoundTravel.com. So, right. So, poor Thomas Werner didn't use his katanas. I feel he could have, especially because Tombs is attacking with his bare hands. Right, yeah. Surely there'd be time. Yeah. Yeah. They talk about how next time he'll attack is 2023. Clearly, we need to prepare ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. It's all we need next year. Exactly, yeah. They're talking about the prince, and Scully says that it could have been, so the prince back in 1903. So these elongated Mm -hmm. prints that have been found, right. Yeah. And Scully says it could have been his great-grandfather, and that... Quote, genetics might explain the patterns, end quote. I don't know if you are interested in why that is false, but it is false. I was confident it was. I mean, (laughs) I just, I feel like I have never heard that people's fingerprints look like those of their parents. Because I thought they got, you get your fingerprints from like inside the womb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So even identical twins have different fingerprints. Identical twins have the exact same DNA but they have different fingerprints because even those small changes in environment, the fact that they are touching different things at different times is going to result in different fingerprints. Wow. So genetics does not explain the patterns. Do dogs have fingerprints? Dogs have nose prints. Oh, 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 that's just wonderful. I know. My God. Oh. I know. And they're unique. Like they're that's like... A- I know. Well, that's good news. Yes, it is. <laughs> good news for everyone. Yep. <laughs> I wanted to bring up my favorite line when the bile is... Dri- oh, no, I should wait before we get to the bile. They go talk to the former officer. Right, yeah. Which I wanted to bring up also, but some of the stuff he says where he's like, you know, the, the evil he felt when he was investigating that yeah. murder reminded him of like the death camps. And like, I feel like, I mean, Tombs is clearly bad, But he's also eating those livers to survive, kind of, right? And, I mean, he's clearly creepy and bad. But, I mean, on that level of evil, like, dude, you were an investigator for so long. You didn't see anybody else. I I don't know. I I found that actually, like, just, I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. I felt like it was sort of trite to, or something bad to compare it to something so. Kind of reductive. Yeah, like. Yeah. You don't get to just mention death camps and then like compare it to random liver eater. I don't know. Yeah. I well, so feel, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, finish. Just that, I mean, having seen the rest of the X-Files, you know, not, it's been a long time, but I think you'll remember Donnie Faster. Oh yes, I do. And I feel like if you're going to have a character in the X-Files, we are going to talk about is like the embodiment of evil. It's him. Yes, it's 100%. Not, it's not Tombs. Tombs is monster of the week, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I know like, I feel slightly more on edge about that, I guess, just because of all the stupid rhetoric we've seen over the past two years about Mm -hmm. people trying to compare mandatory vaccination to 
you know, the Holocaust, which yeah. is just mm-hmm. so insulting for so many reasons. Yeah, I read and about so, something in the Netherlands where anti-mask protesters were wearing yellow stars and then oh they, my god that. i cannot think of anything more vile like oh my god yeah. jeez in the netherlands in the netherlands they even, i mean like oh it's like, i can imagine other countries have more sense but not altogether they still have yeah. everywhere has assholes apparently yeah so, yeah i i found that appalling appalling yeah yeah and so like i wonder I don't know. I feel like I'm more noticing that sort of thing lately. Yeah. Um, but regard, yeah, regardless, I, yeah. I noticed that too. And I, yeah. I didn't care for it. Yeah. Also, why does this former detective have a piece of the removed liver in a jar in <laughs> an old box with files? I should have asked myself that and then I didn't. <laughs> So former I, detectives, if you keep stuff like that and it's totally normal. Yeah, please tell know. us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's like, oh, well, of course, I've got so-and-so's brain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, and they, now it was the 1960s, which I feel like, I mean, there were some pretty weird practices mm, back as then. As far as like. Yeah. I mean. What's okay to. Yeah. 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 Well, and they would, I mean, you know, they kept Gacy's brain. Yeah. Yeah. That's later than the 60s. So. Yeah. Yeah. They also kept, um, it's on display possibly somewhere in Wisconsin at the Ripley's Museum. Um, They kept the brain of the Vampire of Dusseldorf was his like nickname. Peter Mm -hmm. Curtin. Peter Curtin, the vampire of Dusseldorf. Yeah. His, like, half of his sectioned head is in Wisconsin, I believe. Jesus. Yeah. Um, So, but at least in that case, I mean, I don't, I think that's creepy, but it's also, the liver wasn't from tombs. The liver was a case liver. Yeah. Yeah. It was from a victim. Yeah. 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 So they go back to Tomb's apartment. And but like abandoned apartment. Abandoned apartment, yeah. Mm-hmm. They find his nest. Yes, they do. And it's all find his nest. He's built this like lair with like newspaper and bile. Mm-hmm. And he's got like little trinkets. Yeah. Trophies and, from his yeah, victims. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's then that Mulder says when he is touching something and they're like, what does that smell? And Scully says, I think it's bile. And Mulder mm-hmm. says, is there any way I can get it off my fingers quickly without betraying my cool exterior? Yeah, I wrote favorite. down that quote too, because it yeah. was great. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. So Mulder. Yeah. Um, it's in an old coal cellar. Yeah. Which reminds me of the time in college. I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember Molly and Ellen's old coal cellar? No. They had a coal cellar? Yeah. Friends of mine lived in a building, an older building, and it was like a Victorian house split up into flats. And their basement had a coal cellar. You were never in it? No. Oh, God. They called me one night. Maybe you were asleep or out. They called me at like 11 p.m. And because I had a camera, because this was, you know, like 2007. And they we didn't... didn't have a camera? think that they they called me over and said bring your camera and if you go into our 
coal cellar with us and take pictures to see if there are ghosts, we will give you a beer. And I said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so I went over, they lived like two blocks from us. And uh, so I went over late at night and I brought my camera and we went down there and this story will not paint me in a good light because we ended up getting really, really freaked out because there were still like stains from the coal in one of the corners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like this small area with like this black spreading. And somehow one of one of us got freaked out and started running. And so we all started running. And I was <laughs> I was so freaked out that I was pushing my friend Molly in front of me, trying to get past her. Um, as if I would leave her for dead for whatever was in the coal cellar. <laughs> So there could have been tombs. So I guess my my point is if Molly is listening to this, it was a good instinct because tombs could have been there and she was a lot stronger than me and could have taken him. So. So are we at that point now where Scully starts running the bath? No, because first what happens is they're leaving the nest place. Right, right, right. And Scully says, oh, wait, I'm caught on something. Yes, and then she goes, course. oh, wait, no, I'm free. And they walk away and we see tombs on the ceiling, in the rafters, something like that. Uh-huh. Up there like a with, gecko. Yes, with Scully's necklace. Yes. But then and we know to worry yes. about her. Yes. Now Scully, well, now we see Colton call off the stakeout. Because right. he's a douchebag. And then we see Scully at home running a bath in her bathroom so cute i love the clawfoot mm. tub i love the retro tile i also would move immediately if uh-huh. somebody broke in and attacked me especially if they were going to try to eat my liver but regardless actually no matter yeah. why but scully stays in that place for many many creepy attacks i believe yeah I like- that is not the only time she gets attacked in that apartment no by no, not even close no not even close <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And there's, I think there's like some sort of drawing of a bath. Donnie Faster Donnie... episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So maybe take a shower, Scully. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, she didn't have a shower there. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe find a, because I did notice that and I thought, well, I think hmm. this bathroom's really cute, but you, it doesn't have a shower. So. Mm, yeah. That's the yeah. whole problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scully's drawing a bath and we see something outside of her window. It's tombs. It's tombs. Yeah. Concurrently, we also see Mulder going back to tombs nest. I can't remember why. And he sees Scully's necklace with the other trophies. And so he starts going for her apartment. She's getting in the bath and sees bile dripping from the air vent above her head. Yep. She then runs to the living room and grabs her gun. But as she is walking back in the bathroom, an arm reaches out from the air vent by the floor and grabs her ankle, right, which yeah. is basically my worst nightmare. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed. I'm sorry. That's a horrible, it's a very good <laughs> nightmare, I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's bad. Mm-hmm. She and fights him. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love seeing Scully fight. I know. Yeah. And then eventually Mulder comes in mm-hmm. and handcuffs him to Scully's tub. Right. Yeah. And he's kind of like hissing. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I know at that point I was like, have we heard him speak? And then I was like, no, we have heard him speak. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just hiss. Okay. 
And so, okay, he's caught Mm -hmm. and he's in prison or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they give us a nice little preview where he's sitting in his cell, wadding up paper like he's making a new nest. And he's looking at the little slot that they slip his food through and they zoom in on it so that we know he's thinking, I can squeeze through there. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to be in another episode later in the series. (laughs) (laughs) They also talk about some genetic tests that were run. That he has abnormal musculoskeletal development, which I felt like, well, I'll say. Um, (laughs) And a continually declining metabolic rate that is dipping below levels typical in deep sleep. And this this was the science where I didn't even bother to uh, investigate because it was it was not worth it. (laughs) All I could think was, do they mean he's going to like hibernate like a bear? I mean, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, so he yeah, yeah. like a bear, and all he needs are five livers. So that's right. one liver every six years. Right. Um, solid yeah. liver math. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, to be fair, we haven't tried that as scientists. That's true. I mean, I don't know what would happen. We might have. I mean, in the 60s, maybe they did. Yeah, that's um. fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any other thoughts about? Tombs. No, I mean, I thought it was a solid, great, scary. Oh, yeah. I think it's an excellent, you know, yes, excellent introduction to that style of episode. Yes. Even with the questionable science, you know, great. Yeah. And I'm so glad that he comes back. Uh, yeah. he's, he's a, you know, real creepy villain. Yeah. I mean, you know, to X-Files fans, you say tombs, they know who you're talking about. So I thought yeah. it was very well done. Oh, and then yeah. Next week, more aliens. Yeah. Next week is Conduit. Which I can't remember anything about, except that it's alien involved. So I looked up just like the one line summary, Mm. because I also couldn't remember. And then I immediately remembered. It's the one where this teen girl disappears while her and her mom and her brother are camping. Mm. And then her brother starts like that. That's the conduit in question. He starts like getting like messages sort of. And he's like, like, oh, is something is, is there like a lot is he writing a lot of binary code or something yeah. at one point mm-hmm. oh yeah. okay and okay. it's also the one with the, mm-hmm. the bikers and um, oh yeah i actually thought this was going to happen in uh, i think it would be the very first episode yeah there's some scenes that are in conduit that i was mixing up with our hmm. first episode so oh another thing supposed to be a different part of the country but it's all filmed in vancouver so i it all looks the same it all looks the same yeah yeah. Another thing to note is that when Scully and Mulder first go into Toombs's abandoned apartment, that is one of the scenes in the opening credits. Yes. Yes. That like famous right. them with the flashlights opening yeah. the door. That's from Squeeze. Yeah. Next week, conduit. Next week, conduit. All, All right. right. Continue to listen. Leave subscribe. us review. Yeah. Subscribe. Yeah. Share it. And most importantly, let us know what you think and how you feel about Eugene Victor Toombs. All right. All right. Bye-bye.